This is Beetle, and you're listening to the Night Party Podcast. I hope you enjoy it, because I don't. That's right. Welcome to another edition of the Knife Party Podcast. I'm, of course, your illustrious host, Zachary Evergreen. And join with me once again, my favorite episodes to do with my favorite person to my right, besides Elijah, is one, Antonius Montana. Oh, what's up? <laughs> I know we haven't gotten to the goofy episode yet, but hey, shout out to everybody on Twitter and my uh, and our sorry horror movie little community there. It's it's really awesome to see what you guys are doing, and um, you know, I try not to borrow, and uh, but I hope you borrow from us because that'd be awesome. <laughs> and uh, don't worry, man, we retweet and share everything you guys put, and I, I'm following you guys all on Podbean. I know you guys don't get numbers from that, but um, how you been, dude? I've been solid, man. How about you? Uh, I'm going through changes. (laughs) But no, everything's cool. Um, Got some good movies to talk about this week. I know you got some vacations. We might gang tape some more. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Shout out to our newest Patreon at the $20 tier of Stop the Bike. H1N1 Zombies. He's also got a TikTok out there. He threw us up on there, so go check him out. Um, that's awesome. Very uh, much so. Yes, it, thank you. It's our first $20 tier, and uh, he won himself, because he was the only person in it, a signed copy of Dune. Yeah. But anyway, and he was actually on the show a couple of times, but you're, you're going to hear from him more. Remember, if you are at the $20 tier, you get to request movies, and uh, we have to stop what we're doing and do them. And uh, I'm not sure if he wants to be on the show for all of them, uh, but either way, we're going to make those episodes happen. Remember, you don't even have to pay $20, though. Be a part of, you know, the Patreon. It's only $1. So patreon.com slash knifepartypod is where you go to sign up. All our episodes early and often. And when there are ads on here, you won't hear them except for the live reads, such as this. Uh Caps and Cork. Caps and Cork at 21 Rancho Square, Vallejo, California. Let's say you live in Napa and you're sick of wine. And let's say you live in Vallejo and you're sick of Bud Light and fentanyl. Come to Caps and Cork. (laughs) They have a whole wall full of kettle sours, uh, IPAs, um, hard. Did you know they make hard kombuchas? Uh, I did not know that. They're fucking amazing. It's like if your stomach hurts and you want to party. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah uh we have uh they have all those they have buy nine get the 10th for a penny and i'm i'm gonna let you know even if you're a serious beer connoisseur uh more than half of these you've never seen before very cool like not only just your heretics and your moylands and everything else like that but just like stuff that are like just indie little things so i love that uh gotta shout out pot is killing me they are also a patreon sponsor uh, but not only that, they do a great podcast. It's actually the podcast I look forward to more than any other podcast. It's if 
if you don't even like Typo Negative, listen to this podcast because they just cover like music from the late 80s to the early 2000s, like what was in the billboards, uh, what songs were popular, uh, what was going on in the music industry. And the guys are well-learned. I thought I was a typo expert, and I am. Um, they actually, once in a while, will get something I don't get. But then again, once in a while, I'll get something they don't get. And so they gave me their email. Okay. Yeah. It's... Um, Fact checking at shutthefuckup.com. <laughs> That's what they told me. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I keep, I haven't got a response back. Keep getting these Mailer D almonds. Oh. So I don't know. Uh, old boy. Old boy. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about this movie, dude? Uh, you know, it's definitely a, a pretty heavy movie. Um, but it is absolutely fantastic. It is one of those movies that this movie just celebrated its 20th birthday mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. this airs. And um, fuck, does it hold up, man? Yeah. I, even I remember the first time I saw this movie, it was 2006. Okay. So I've had a 17 year relationship with this movie. And each time I see it, like, I notice one thing. That's like the cool thing about this movie it's a detective mystery murder revenge movie. revenge i know yeah and it's it's got so many layers to it dude it is an onion it's uh, like memento and like john yeah. wick and piano um, monte cristo right right a little bit like, of shawshank redemption in there dude the whole shebang it's, bro and not only that it's so heavy the subject matter now if you think we're talking about the spike lee joint uh, that doesn't exist in my universe whatsoever we're talking about the original uh, Chan Wu Park, Chow Man Sik version, uh, and it is a masterpiece 2003's Old Boy. Now, on Rotten Tomatoes, and I know the reason why it got this lowest score, and it's because of the heavy topics. It only okay. got an 82. Oh, wow. Okay. Audience, 94. Yeah. That sounds more about right. Yeah. Yeah. This is this came out and. Uh, 2003. It didn't really hit the States till a couple of years later. Yeah, yeah. And it was a cult phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You know, it was... Hey man, like you'd go, have you seen Old Boy? And you would go down to like Chinatown and you'd buy like the ripped discs. Remember those? <laughs> yeah, you would yeah. get like the 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 converted ones because a lot of movies over here of like Taka Asian Extreme was like the first one to bring over a lot of them. Like, uh, but before that, you the zoning on the DVDs wouldn't play. Right, right. So you would actually have to go like to Chinatown and buy them, and they were like very sketch. You know, oh, they were yeah. they were just a CD that just said Old Boy on it or it had like a plastic sticker on it <laughs> you know with like a, a abbreviated and then like you know it wasn't like filmed with the camcorder like some people do but it definitely wasn't on the up and up no See, definitely not seeing how it came in like an envelope <laughs> you know what i mean right right you get five for 20 <laughs> that's not an accent that's just that's actually what happened when i go to those video stores <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, what would you give this? Uh, just, I'm curious about what, what you would give it. Bec- and I want you to take into mention, sometimes I will review a movie and I'll go, oh, this is one of my favorite movies, but I won't give it a high score. This is going to get a higher score than a lot of other movies that I actually like. Okay. Because it's a hard watch, mm-hmm. but this is shot... Well, it's not really like a hard watch until 
like the big reveal when you actually like learn the heavy topic. Mm-hmm. Like the whole movie up to that point is just awesome. It is, you know. Uh, what I mean by it's a hard watch is it's this is one of those movies. If you go to the bathroom, you have to rewind it. Oh yeah, it, you need you got to pause yeah. attention. If you if people come over to your house and start talking, you can't try sit down watch old boy. You can't. You know, you have to have like just a captivated audience. If anyone's talking, they're gonna fuck it up for you. You're gonna miss something because exactly. there's so many breadcrumbs in this movie. It's it's definitely one of those like this is what you're doing right now. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, it is shot so well. There's so many scenes in this. I haven't seen this movie in five years, which is weird because I used to watch this on like I don't know a, th- a thrice weekly basis. Oh wow. There's a reason why I like the color purple and my last name just so <laughs> happens to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. And by the way, I'm not one of those dickheads that gave himself a nickname. That name was bestowed upon me. Oh, okay. And I honor it. I honor yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so what would you give this? I would say a solid 90. Solid 90? That's yeah. it? I think you go a little bit higher on that. Um, it's not one of my, like favorite watch movies but if i was to put it in like my favorite done films this would mm-hmm. be number six right after shawshank okay you know i mean you know my top three right right i would put this at number six because okay. this and shawshank are almost tied the reason why shawshank is you can watch it just anytime and quote it mm-hmm. this movie i've seen so many fucking times though i see it in korean and just know what they're saying Oh, wow. I can't speak Korean, right? but right. I know exactly what's going on in every scene. I've seen it that many times. Wow, okay. And uh, there is a couple of little inconsistencies I don't like, but it's translation error. Um, and But I'm giving this a solid 99. Wow. 98, 99. Yeah, I'd say yeah. 98.5. It's it's just such a good... Rewatching it, man, and seeing all those, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, my God, I forgot about... And then there was one thing I I, I was I, I was like, wait a minute, why did this happen? And at the end, I'm like, how did I forget about that? that <laughs> you know, it's so beautifully written. Um, so anyway, uh, I took notes. Yeah. And um, I see them on every person I bothered, hurt, or annoyed, and I I put it in here to read to you now. Yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. So we start out and we see a gentleman and he's on a ledge and he's holding a poodle. Yeah. And he's crying, right? And he's just yelling, I just want to talk to somebody, you know. And then uh, uh, you see Odaisu, who's our main character. We don't know his name yet, but he's dressed in a suit. Right, right. And, you know, he's got like Korean kind of like punk rock hair, but he's a little too old. He's like 37 or 38, I believe, in this movie. Okay. And uh, when the guy's about to fall down, he grabs him by the tie and he stops him. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you have to prolong your death because I need to tell you a story. Yeah, yeah. Which is fucking a cool opening. Because you're like, <laughs> whoa, you have me by the short hairs from the get. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And then we see it just cuts to silence. You know, there's no music. There's no nothing. And we see Odaisu, uh, who is the same person. And this is supposed to be 15 years earlier, right? And he's right. in the drunk tank. 
You know, he's yeah, he's yeah. drunk. He's got like uh, some toilet paper up one of his noses because he's got nosebleed, probably in a <laughs> bar fight or whatever. Right. And you know, he's like, just let me go. You know, it's my my. And he's showing his picture of his daughter. He's like, it's my daughter's birthday. Yeah, I got her yeah. these presents. And then the present he got her the featherly wings, and he puts them on and starts flapping them. <laughs> and, and then like eventually. Uh, he starts getting naked and just rolling around the oh, ground. Oh, he's trying to like pee on everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. And then the funny thing is the only time he, when he's quiet is these punkers come in and sit next to him and he's just stoic. Yeah. He's like, oh shit, I better not cause. And then, uh, uh, you know, he's getting naked and finally his brother comes and bails him out, right? Uh, Ju Huan. Ju Huan, thank yeah. you. I wrote his down, uh, name down several times, but uh, just to establish... Yeah, Zhu Wan is his brother, and, uh, you know, um, Odaisu is on the phone, you know, with his daughter, mm-hmm. and then the wife comes on the line, she's like, you know, it's late, blah, 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 and he goes, I'm going to put Zhu Wan uh, on, right? Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, talking to the wife, and then all of a sudden, you see a, a, an umbrella with this, like, it's got a two-tone purple mm-hmm. design on it. Right, Kind of right. looks like a spider web or a kaleidoscope. Oh, okay. You know, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And it goes by, and then you just see Odaisu standing there, and then he's gone. gone. Yeah. And then you see the wings like on the the pavement, and then it zooms in on him, and then we get our opening credits in a great shot right here, dude. <laughs> oh, I love the cinematography in this movie. So uh, we get the old boy, and the O is like a clock, and you see it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's giving you a a definite feeling that this movie is going to be about like a, a countdown, a clock. Right. Like a time bomb. Something's coming off, right? So now it just cuts to the like a, the bottom of a door mm-hmm. that like kind of flips open and it's like a feeder where you put food in yeah, to like a prisoner. Yeah, it's a prison cell, yeah. Yeah, but it's not in a way. But it, I mean, it is a prison cell. It is. Uh, and And... Daisu is like reaching out and he goes, tell me why I'm here. Tell me why I'm here. Like, what did I do wrong? What could I do to fix it? Like, am I going to be here for a month, a, a few days? Wh- what's going on? Tell me, tell me. You you have to at least tell me, you know? And then the guy just puts in the food. Don't even see his face. And you see him, like he flips around his boot, locks it. And then you see Daisu just grab like the food and just start slamming it against the wall. And he's, <laughs> you know, on his knees and, and, and he just, you know, and then, you know, you, you just hear him go, if they would tell me I'd be locked up for 15 years, would have made it any easier or harder? So now as the audience, we're like, oh, shit. Like, is this whole movie going to be like him in, in this cell? cell? Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, even if it was, I I think it would still be a good movie. Like, I mean, not as good as it is, but say if they did in like two parts or something, right. like a miniseries. And had the jail scene longer because the jail scene is where we see the great thing about this movie is in normal movies, right? You get three acts normally. Yeah. And you establish characters and you get to show the characters in act one. And you kind of get like just the plot, right? Mm -hmm. Usually in act two is when we see character development. Yeah. And then act three is our finalization. Not in this movie. Our character development starts in act one. Yeah. Because you see this drunk buffoon, bad husband. We find out later he's very, like, he sleeps around. You right, know, right. And, and, and he's just not really a good dude. Um, he means well, though. Remember, <laughs> Odaisu in Korean means he gets along with everybody. Right. <laughs> At least that's what he says. I don't speak Korean. Um, 
So uh, uh, yeah, he's locked. He's only fed gyoza, but because they're at Chinese places, they're actually pot stickers. Because gyoza, Japanese people get pissed off if you call it gyoza. Oh. Gyoza is just a fried pot sticker, right? Um, and it's made with it. It's like a fried dumpling. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, but it's folded the same way, right? So, um, then you know, we see him looking at this painting and it's a really weird painting and it looks like tree bark foreshadowing and it says <laughs> laugh and the l- world laughs with you but cry and you cry alone yeah and then you see all this gas come in in the song and you this is a reoccurring theme in the movie too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and this gas comes in now uh, uh it knocks him out yeah and uh by the way, when it comes in though, you just see him smiling, like doing a fake smile, just staring Super, at Super like psychopath creep. staring. And the, the picture itself is, is really weird. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like something my grandfather would have painted back in the seventies, dude. It's like <laughs> yeah, the guy smiling like has no lips and he looks like he's made out of tree bark and it's it's really a creepy thing, right? Yeah. So um every so often they'll come, they'll cut his hair, they'll clean him up, they'll exchange his toothbrushes and his soap. He actually it's a cell, so it's terrible, but it is like, it's got a TV, you know, it's got a bed. Um, they provide him with these notebooks and pens. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, for solitary confinement, you could ask for worse. Yeah. I mean, dude, I've been in county a few times. I would have much appreciated this. <laughs> it definitely would have been a lot nicer or, yeah, a lot better than like an iron bed. Exactly. And and a roommate that has diarrhea and the toilet won't work. Oh, that was myself. Oh, yeah. C4, baby. C4. Um, anyway. Um, so, yeah. Now, he uses the TV to try to keep himself sane. You know, he even says in this, the television, it, he goes, if you meet a man with a violent umbrella, my advice, get close to the TV. The TV is your church. It's your community. It's your lover. It's your school. And... All he does is watch TV, mm-hmm. and he starts going nuts at first. You know, he's like, "I don't oh, want to eat spinach. I don't, I'm not going to eat spinach. Spinach is bad. I don't, I don't want to work out. I don't, don't want to be healthy." And then all of a sudden, he looks at his arm, and he starts seeing like these ants. Yeah, and ants are crawling in and out of his veins. And at first, it's like, "What the fuck?" But then it seems like I don't know if it's a montage or after a while. But at a certain point, he's just seeing him like all over him. He's just right. covered in ants. You know, until. He starts figuring shit out. So the ants go away when he starts writing in these journals they provide for him. Yeah. And all he does is, at first, he writes down every name of every person that he may or may not have wronged. Right. Just names of everybody. And the cool thing is, this little little Easter egg, you actually look and you know how to read Korean. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just know this. He's right. He writes down the whole cast of the movie, oh, <laughs> like the real names. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it is cool. Um, and uh, uh, apparently, that was um, uh, uh, that was the actor. That's that was his idea for a joke, and they kept it. Nice. He okay. was really funny on set. Um, he's kind of like a uh, um, he's like kind of like the Korean version of Bill Murray. Like hmm. he would walk on set sometimes, like not wearing any pants, and go, "What is everyone looking at me for?" You know, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Or he'd have like a fart machine. Like he'd do all that nice. stuff. Or, or he would throw in lines all the time, like that weren't supposed to be there, and just to see if he would laugh. 
you know, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And um, he's a, a devout Buddhist, so we'll get to that later. Okay. Uh, but that that does take place in this movie, uh, um, at least off the camera, just to show you how fucking good this movie is, man. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, apparently he was... When this came out, he was kind of coming up, and this made him, like, the star. Yeah. You know? Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, um, he starts writing down, like, not only this, but also all, you know, his prison journals, his day-to-day, -day, right? And then one day, he's watching TV, just flipping through the channels, and he noticed that his wife has been murdered. Yeah. And he's the main suspect. Mm -hmm. And they're like, he hasn't been seen in three years. or You know, it's only a year at this point. You know, and... Uh, um, the the daughter gets taken away and she's in foster care yeah. you know and and they're looking they're on the lookout for him and and it's crazy because like the evidence they talk about that they found was actually stuff they removed from his room from his cell yes and planted yes. it there yeah you got the, yeah so because they have his fingerprints and shit all over right him. right and that's why they would come in and do stuff that's funny it's what version did you see by the way, did you see the uh, the the one with them walking down the alley, or did you see another version? Walking down the alley. Yeah, there's one where they're walking down uh, downtown South Korea, and it's all black, and it says "old boy" in the top. And then there's the gold version, which shows him with a hammer. And then there's because there's a couple of different ones. And oh yeah, uh, I don't know honestly. You had like a computer version, right? Right. Gotcha. So there's a few different ones. You probably had the one that's a little bit longer. Um, uh, that's a deleted scene that isn't in the American version. Oh, yeah. okay. So, uh, so I saw the good one then. Well, no, I, I, I have the same one. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I, I saw this movie so so many times, and then I uh, I don't have the movie anymore. I gave it away as a gift. Like I had like the really good version with the film. It had actual. Escape, oh yeah. And then uh, it had the manga in it, which the manga alone is worth ninety dollars. I wish I would have kept that box. Set. <laughs> Probably worth three hundred bucks right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I have the version I have actually has more scenes to it because the other ones are left off they have like a full ver and in the normal version they don't say that evidence was found yeah is okay, what i'm saying okay is what i'm saying so if you did see this movie and you're like hey what the fuck uh no it actually is in the movie it's just uh, it's not in one of them it's in another one also in translation it's in all of them but if you don't like reading subtitles plus the guy who does the voice of odaisu is kind of cool because he sounds like uh, adam west batman but evil <laughs> he kind of does yeah yeah he kind of does a little bit um, so now Odaisu after this is just miserable and he just tries to commit suicide over and over and over mm -hmm, again, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, every time they manage him up, he wakes up and then, uh, one day for whatever reason, he gets his pot stickers. They only feed him these pot stickers yeah. every time. And one day he gets a little piece on of like the receipt or whatever and his teeth and it says blue dragon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Or, you know, it, and so he's like, Blue Dragon. So that's probably the restaurant they're coming from, right? Right. But one day he gets three chopsticks, not two. Yeah. And he's like, the only thing I can think of, did my neighbor only get one chopstick? Right. He's like, I feel bad for my neighbor having yeah. to eat with only one chopstick. But then like kind of a light bulb goes bing in his head, right? Mm -hmm. And he starts working out. Big time, yeah, yeah. You know, at first he's like boxing the wall, he, you know, and he's and he's doing it, and but he gets gassed like real quick. You know, you see him rolling on the ground. And he goes, "Oh, I don't know who it was, but as soon as I get out of here, 
I'm going to kill you and they'll never find you because I'm going to chew you up and eat you. Yeah. You know, and no one's going to ever discover, you You know. And then we see like him starting to use the chopstick to chisel, like the the spare one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To try to like chisel away at at the wall behind his his bed. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and he's like calculating it. And then now he's no longer, I mean, he's still miserable, but now he's got a purpose, right? Yeah. He's shadow boxing. He's dope at this time. He's like Mayweather status, like when you see him shadow box and shit. <laughs> and he doesn't get gassed anymore. And he's digging out. And then this is at year six. And he goes, The first year is going to be the hardest. I need to do six lines. Mm-hmm. Meaning he gives himself these tattoos and they're like the hashtag, like one, two, three, slash, one, two, or one, two, three, four, slash, right, one, two, right, three, four, right. slash. And he, he's tattooing himself. He uses uh, the tattoo. I don't know where he get, uh, he gets the ink from the pen and then he takes off the metal uh, binding. I think it was like from uh, the notebook or like a yeah. bed spring or something. I, it was the notebook the binding. Notebook, yeah. yeah. So he's using that to tattoo himself to kind of like pass time. And he doesn't watch TV as much anymore. Now he's just like just really... Just training. Uh, training. Yeah. And he's like, when I get out of here, you, like everyone's fucked. Right. right? And then uh, finally, I think it's at year 14, almost 15. Right. Almost 15. F- he finally, he's like, one month, one month, and I'll be out of here. Mm-hmm. I got to figure out what floor I'm on. I could be on the 15th floor and fall to my death. Right. But at least I'll be out of here. Yeah. And he puts out his hand, and his hand barely fits, and he gets some rain and he licks it. Yeah. Yeah. He that, goes to town on it. Yeah. That scene is great. <laughs> but then, right when that happens, right, you hear that do, 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 do. And he gets gassed again. And then he, he, go, he hides the bed uh, back, and then he hides the chopstick, and he's just sitting there smiling like, I'm out, bitch. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> and then, uh, but then instead of him getting out, right, we see female footsteps walk mm-hmm. across the floor. And this girl kind of sits above him and she has a bell and she goes, when I ring this bell, you're going to look to your left and you're going to see an endless field of green grass, mm-hmm. you know? And then we get like some, some music and it's, it's, uh, we, you just see the struggling in this. It looks like a chest. Like it's a big it's, ass. It's like, yeah, like a big suitcase. Ass suitcase, but it's yeah, huge. Yeah. Like it's like four feet by like three feet deep. <laughs> Like, it's huge. It's like an old school suitcase. I don't even... It's bigger than any... It looks like a... a what would you call it? Um, You know, if you're rich and you have bellboys, it's like a, not an overnight bag, but it's it's a wardrobe case. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's moving around. It's wiggling around. And finally, Odaisu, like, just jumps out of there. And mm-hmm. then us as the audience, we just see this extreme bright light. Yeah. And we're like thinking it's maybe part of this whole like hypnotism but it's not he's mm-hmm. actually out and he's wearing these like really nice clothes you know like these these like hundred thousand dollar suits you know mm-hmm. and he's looking and he's like i'm dressed well and 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 you know he looks down and he sees all his notebooks and then he sees the guy with a poodle yeah about to commit suicide yeah and that's our intro yeah Dude, they had some really dope uh, kind of transition sequences, you know, yeah. um, that were very smooth. So you think he's hallucinating, and then bam, no, actually, he's just awake and out of the trunk. Yeah, you know. So um, when did you first see this movie? I know you just rewatched it, but I, right. I, but a lot of people haven't seen this. Obviously, a lot of people listening have, but I just mean your general public. 
Not a lot of people seen this movie. Like when I first saw it, I think it was like 2007. About the same time I did. So when it got transferred over here. When it got, yeah, yeah, my roommate uh, at the time knew about it, and so I think it just became available. uh, Taka Asian Extreme on on DVD or whatever, and so he picked it up and we watched it. Yeah. What did you think the first time you watched it? Oh, dude, I. Like, I remember watching the first half of the movie. I don't remember watching this, the second half of the movie. Marijuana affects the memory. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Um, when I first saw this, I fucking hated it. Really? I loved the movie yeah. until the last act. Okay. And then I could not stop thinking about this movie. Like, my friend brought it over, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. Now, believe it or not, this is like... Nicole and I's second date, I went out to Best Buy and found a copy and bought it. And that was like the first movie we watched together. That is a bold maneuver. I couldn't help myself. (laughs) I had to see this movie. And then I kind of liked it. There was something about this movie that kept getting me. Half the thing was it's cutting. It's the way it's filmed. Right. It's so gorgeous of a movie Mm -hmm. that I was like, maybe I'll get over the ending. And the thing is, I just didn't understand it Yeah. at the time. I was upset about the ending, but we're bearing the lead here. Right. So Odaisu tells the whole story, and then the guy gets off the ledge, and he's holding his poodle, and he goes, damn, that's, that's a hell of a fucking story. Right. And then Odaisu's like, okay, see ya, and he just gets up. And he just leaves. <laughs> and the guy goes, hey, wait a minute. I got to tell you my story. Right. <laughs> just because I'm worse than a beast doesn't mean I don't have the right to live. And then Daisu gets into an elevator and he and there's a girl in there and mm-hmm. she's worried and he's gripping like the corner. Dude, yeah, yeah. It's and he's super like, funny. A woman, a real life woman. <laughs> and then it goes down, he goes, No. <laughs> now, I don't know if he's saying no, like he can't control himself to rape her, or if he's saying no, like he hasn't felt an elevator in a, or maybe the, con- I don't know. I think it was more the elevator. You Me too. Like he wasn't used to that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's, oh, and the greatest thing too, when he's on the roof, he goes, what a dick. He locks me up for 15 years and throws me on a fucking roof. <laughs> I don't know why I, I had to write that down. I just think that's so funny, man. Oh shit. So we see him leave the building with her glasses on, yeah, which yeah. are hilarious looking, by the way. <laughs> right. And they were uh, like uh, the kind of turn like librarian glasses, yeah. but like gold rim. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're very interesting, right? And then um finally, uh you know, it, when he gets down. She's complaining to like a cop or a security guard, like that fucker took my glasses. He's a crazy guy. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he goes laugh, and the world laughs with you. And then we see the the fucking poodle guy, the suicide, <laughs> go boom. He lands straight into a car, and then and Odysseus just grins and he goes, but cry, and you cry alone, <laughs> dude. What an intro to a fucking movie. That's the That's, end of Act One, right? Can you? I, I mean, real like. It's funny. It's dramatic. I mean, this movie is so deep and dramatic, but it's mm-hmm. got these little haha moments that you have to laugh at. It yeah, it it like makes it super dark and then brings it back up. Yeah. You know. So then a Dice Daisu is uh kind of like just looking around. Now he's a fugitive, you know, because he's wanted for his wife's murder. 
So he's like, you know, should I rob? Should I steal? What's the first thing I'm going to eat? Kimchi soup. That sounds good. Da da da. And then he bumps into uh, these like punkers that are hanging out flipping quarters. Yeah. And one of them's got a cigarette. And he hasn't had a cigarette in forever. So he walks up and just grabs a cigarette from the dude's mouth <laughs> and takes a drag. And the guy goes, fuck you, dick shit. And he kicks him. And Daisu rolls over on his back. And, he, and he's just sitting there enjoying his cigarette. And he goes, huh, dick shit. Haven't heard that one. They don't teach you uh, foul language on the te- television. <laughs> and then he gets up. And then he just puts up his dukes, wilts cigarette in his mouth. And he goes, can 15 years of imaginary training pay off? It can. And he beats the <laughs> shit out of him. Yeah. And he does that great flying elbow like strike. Oh, that was a good one, dude. Yeah. 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 So um the actor. Um Chowman Sick and Shamble Park, when they did these fight scenes, they're like, go strong style, meaning go new Japan, meaning do not pull your punches. Okay. Uh a lot of people were injured in these fight scenes. Uh, a lot. I mean, a lot of people were injured. There were definitely a few times where I couldn't tell whether it was like a sound effect or he actually like slugged the dude. Cause I've punched somebody. I know what it sounds that like. That wet meat sound? Yeah, exactly. That's hard to fake. Right. And you know Foley artists will reuse the same punch. No. Those like slappy wet sounds, dude, those are real punches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and by the way, uh, that was a real hammer. We'll get into that later. Okay. But um yeah, uh, no one really here got hurt, but later on, okay. there was some fucking injuries. So uh, after that, right? Um, so Daisu is like looking at this aquarium. It's actually outside a sushi place, mm-hmm. and he's like identifying all the fish, right? Because he knows it all from television. You know, he's like the the Gunopolis guppy. It it exists only in the regions of blah blah blah, and it has no enemies. But yet it, it is, you know. It, and he's just just telling you, like, uh, you know, in his inner monologue mm-hmm. about all these fish, kind of giving you like he's watched so much fucking TV and like, but not in a bad way. Like he wasn't right. watching The Simpsons; he was watching like the Nature Channel. And uh, by the way, I don't know if you guys know this, America, but Korea, Japan, and China they actually have educational TV. <laughs> okay, you're not gonna see Friends on there. All right. So, um, yes. Anyway, uh, then he goes, what's that smell? And this homeless guy comes down to him and he's got like his lip open. He goes, and he just hands him a phone and a wallet. And yep. he goes, don't ask where I got it. Cause I don't know nothing. And then now first off, he looks around kind of weird, but I realized this cause I actually did the math in my head. He was locked up in 1988, 1987. Oh, okay. Cause do the math. This came out in 2003. Right. And he was locked away for 15 years. Oh, I see what you're saying. So he probably doesn't even know what the fuck a cell phone is. Yeah. I mean, he probably has an idea of what it is, but notice he doesn't try to call anybody on it until someone calls him. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense to me because I'm like, why wouldn't he try to reach out or something? Anyway, he opens the wallet and fuckers thousands of dollars in there. Thousands upon thousands. I mean, um, I think I counted 20K in there. I don't know what that translates over to our money, but he, he has like $2,100 bills. Yeah. Or, or more. Easy, right? Um, so then, remember, he was always worried about what he wanted to eat, but there's something that's coming in play here 
but we'll get on to that later. Yeah, yeah. But by the way, if you haven't seen this movie, fucking old boy, go watch it. So uh, he walks into the sushi place, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, uh, he sits down at the sushi bar, which by the way, if you're going to get sushi, sit at the bar. Yeah, always the best movie. Always, because you get to see them cut it. And, you know, not that a lot of sushi places will fuck you over, but you never know you want to plus like you start chatting with the chef you buy him a couple of beers yeah they they start tossing you some free stuff for sure yeah don't tip them drink them yeah always buy him buy him a a tall boy Sapporo and some ice cold sake you go what's your best sake do a shot with me yeah and then you're usually you're on the you're on the up and (laughs) up yeah so uh he sits down and and uh she goes long time no see did you notice that? Yeah. Which he's like instantly confused. Yeah. And then uh, she goes, or maybe you're a first timer. Do I know you? And he goes, I know you. You were featured on the best female chefs on uh, the cooking channel or right, whatever. Right. And he goes, uh, and then he goes on to say, like, just drop some knowledge. Like, usually females can't do sushi because their hands are too warm. Uh, Which, I, I don't know. For me, that was kind of weird because I've always thought, of women having cold hands, right? I thought that too. Yeah, but I mean, maybe it's a little different over there. Um, I think what it is is that over here, um, a lot of like, let's just be honest, American Caucasian women, um, or or you know, people of other ethnic backgrounds over here, they have fattier or sorry, more carby sugar diets, mm-hmm. and so uh, women have a lot more like fat. An insulation, whereas you go over to like Japan, Korea, whatever, those women are skin and bones, right? So right. they don't have a lot of insulation, mm-hmm. and we have more muscle mass. So I could see why it would make sense over here, but not over there. Okay. So I'm, I'm with okay. you because, uh, but there's even it's funny too because at the end of the movie, his hands are cold and hers are not, but we'll get into that yeah, later. Yeah, uh, so you know, they kind of he goes on to like name the show she was on and all these stats. And she goes, wow, I didn't think it was that popular. They said it didn't get too much ratings, but I guess I was wrong. Yeah. And then he says, uh, I want something alive. She goes, Wyatt. And, and you know, she goes, uh, or he goes, I want something alive. Yeah. So she goes in the back and she gets out like a living octopus. Yeah. And she says, let me cut it up for you. And he just grabs it and just, takes a chunk out of it and you see like it go all around he definitely ate like an actual by the way there was a really cool t-shirt uh of old boy and it just it was black and white and it just showed like the squid all over his face oh that's dope yeah good luck trying to find it they even sold at spencer's back in the day like what okay now here goes another thing about this actor that makes him really cool super buddhist he did a prayer for not only that one but four others because they didn't get the shot because he would oh, gag or something. Oh, okay. So, but he was determined to get the shot in yeah. a one take. You'll notice there's a lot of things about this movie that are done in one take on a purpose. Right. And when he's actually laying down, because she w- reaches over and touches his hand. Yeah. Right. And he faints, but not before something happens. But when he faints, you notice too the thing is still moving. It was still in his mouth. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. So he actually. Dude, yeah, that's, that's a fucking. We were talking about Return of Living Dead, how they ate brains. Yeah, okay, brains suck. Uh, I don't want to eat those. I'd rather eat brains than a slimy live octopus. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, now I'm sure if you cut it up and put the right seasoning on it, it's a delicacy, but 
if it's moving and if it's in my mouth, it better be attached to a female. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what, did the rumors come out that I'm gay for the stay? Because those are all false. All false. Uh, but before we, he faints, right? You know, he gets a call. Dun, 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 dun. His cell phone rings. Yeah. And on the other end, you hear, do you like your clothes? Who the fuck is this? Chairman Sick. And he names all the actors again. Did you know that? Oh, is that who they are? Yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. that's another thing that he did. And they're like, keep it. And uh, uh, and um, he goes, you know, uh, um, I miss you. I want to see you soon. Yeah. And that's when she puts the hand on because apparently that that tone has an effect mm-hmm. on him. More on that later. Yeah. So then he wakes up uh, the next day in Mito's house, right? And uh, she's like reading his journals and he wakes up and he flips out and he grabs all the journals and like, you know, takes him over to the side of the bed yeah, and yeah. then he bumps his head and like goes down the bed. Oh, that was, that was not meant to happen. That, that yeah, actually yeah. happened in real life and they right. go, fuck it, keep it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of little things in this movie I love. So yeah, that happens. And then um, she, uh, she's like, is this real? Did you really actually go through this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she goes, you're so fit. Like, how, wh- how did you faint? Why are you so sick? And he goes, you know, uh, oh, here's one little issue I have, so minor, that I have with this movie. He goes, a lack of vitamin C and A, um, C and E, C and E uh, from lack of sunlight, it doesn't protect me from insul- influenza. Now, the proper vitamin actually is D. Just mm. saying. That's what you get from sunlight that protects you from influence. Right. Tiny little grief. Right, But that right. co- could have been translation error. I mean, possibly. It could have been. So um, she's like, uh, you know, I'm going to use the bathroom. The door doesn't lock. Uh, and if you come in, I'm going to slice you up like sushi. Okay. Yeah, Give yeah. the girl some privacy. And then he feels something underneath him and he lifts it up and it's like a packet of like four suppositories and he's like what the fuck is this and she goes you were sick and you were passed out how was i supposed to give you medicine (laughs) so already they just met and they're into butt stuff yeah right no no at least she is i mean (laughs) so uh right after you know you see her on the toilet and it's weird is this i always wonder this is that how girls are like on the toilet i'm not like a creeper the way i watch girls on the toilet but did they just kind of sit there and just move their shoulders around and (laughs) i feel like they do that in a lot of movies where women are, are used on the toilet. I can't name five movies where a girl's on the toilet. <laughs> I can't. I can't either, but I know I've seen... Ooh, a movie we should do. Did you ever see Copycat with um, Sigourney Weaver? No. <gasps> Dude. It's about a serial killer who like kills people, and each one is a different serial killer. And Sigourney Weaver's oh, dope in dope. it. dope. Okay. We got to see that. Okay. It's And it's super culty because... Coming soon. Coming soon. Copycat. Mm-hmm. They even mentioned the Zodes in there. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. But all the crime scenes are exactly like, like how the original killer did them. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes it really cool. Is there the attention to detail in that movie is fantastic, and it takes place in San Francisco when San Francisco used to be cool. <laughs> anyway, so um, you know, he runs in and kind of tries to rape her, but he's easily thwarted. She hits him on the top of the head with a sushi knife, and yeah. and he goes in the other room and he's like. I'm really sorry that was wrong. And he's getting dressed all hastily, like, yeah. you know, going to do, like, the walk of shame. And she apologizes to him. Yeah, this is, like, a, a weird moment sort of thing. Now, that's, that's why it didn't get, like, a higher rating. I think so. Me, but if you actually like... watch the movie, it makes sense, though. 
Like, it makes sense why she does this at the end. It doesn't. It does. Yeah, yeah. But at, I, I was about to agree with you. I go, I give this a lower rating because of this. But then when you actually watch the whole movie, you go, you know what? It actually is better that this happened because it makes it more like. Um, it keeps with the continuity for sure. Exactly. And it, it keeps everything. It keeps everything very, very. When this. I hate to be ironic, but this plot has a bow attached to it that has mm. been folded and tied so perfectly that if anything wasn't done a certain way, it would destroy yeah. it would destroy the whole presentation. Um, so anyway, she tells him, you know, my name's Mito, and I'm not ready for it yet, but keep trying. And you're like, okay. She goes, there's something about you. I don't know what it is, mm -hmm. but one day I'll be ready and suck it to me. And he goes, suck it to me. <laughs> and then she lays down with him because, you know, he falls back and she goes, you know, I, I know about the ants. It's all about loneliness. And then right. we get her dreams of the ants. So she has dreams about him too. But her dreams is like in a lonely bus station or on a subway. And there's like an ant just kind of sitting there and she's alone just crying. And it's like a human-sized ant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And you're like, okay. So she's alone with an ant in a room and then he sees them all over his body. I don't know. It's just kind of cool and artsy. Right. You know, it is, It. it it's, I don't know. I liked it. Um, so anyway, um, they start kind of going around figuring out because now that she knows the story, she's read all of his, you know, books mm -hmm. when he was asleep, mm -hmm. right? They start getting around and, and uh, they're trying to figure out what's going on. So the first thing Mito actually does is she goes into the post office. She finds out. Daisu's wife's grave where it is You're right, right. and uh, the daughter's location which I don't know how they do that over there because apparently she was adopted by Dutch or Swedish parents and she's blah 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 years old and right. you know and then uh, so Mito comes over to Daisu and goes I have your wife's grave do you want to go there together I have her number do you want to give her a call and then yeah. he just stops and he turns around and, and he's like crying and then just forces a smile <laughs> remember laugh and the world laughs with you yeah um so then and i thought this was the most genius thing of how do you get daisu to figure out what's going on so brilliant right he starts going to all of the uh um all of the restaurants called blue dragon right and he just starts eating all of the uh, uh, the pot stickers. He yeah, just and, he's, and he's having flashbacks. And there's a great scene where he's got the two, um, he, he's got the two chopsticks, right? Mm -hmm. And the great scene is, it's like a 3D scene where you see that the dumpling just hanging there in the chopsticks and then you see his face kind of focus in. Right. Remember that scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. God, I love the filming in this movie. And then, um, and he goes, I eat the same thing for 15 years. Because every single day it was the same thing. Right. And he goes, I'll know that taste. And then he's about to put it to his mouth. And she goes, is it the one? And he looks at her and he goes, I haven't even tasted it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is taking a toll on him, though, because every time he eats these, he goes outside and throws up. Like, he can't stomach the taste of pot stickers. Anymore. And this, to me, was a real, like, kind of clockwork orange moment. Go, go it. Speak you know, on it. Speak on it. Uh, where it was like... 
in in uh, Clockwork Orange, they play the song as part of like a rehabilitation. It's a Beethoven song. Yeah, which is his favorite song, which is kind it, of funny. Right. And so whenever he hears it, once he gets out, he just kind of shrinks and, and starts feeling sick and everything like that. And I thought it was a cool thing that they, they put in the psychological torture of him eating the same thing every day. Yeah. And now, like, whenever that's around him or whatever, he, like, automatically, like, Get sick and it's just yeah. Like, he's he's sub he's um subjectable. Right. You know, it's it's kind of like he who his his captor knows, and we'll get to this because mm-hmm. he says it later. He goes, "You're still in prison. You're just in a bigger prison. Right. I right. got you. Like I got you on a leash. You're my dog. Yeah. You know. So uh yeah." Um, now he keeps eating these pot stickers from all these blue dragons. They got they got this list from the phone book of blue dragon. They're just you know going to red line through all of them. It's it, surprising how many restaurants have blue dragon in the name because I do this a bunch of times. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and the funny thing too is this is in Korea, and he's only going to Chinese restaurants, right? Because they make a big point of that. Yeah, they yeah because they say Chinese restaurant. That's right. why if anyone got wants to get mad at me, even though I know they're gyoza. They're pot stickers because it's Chinese style. The nomenclature would be pot stickers. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, finally, Mito gets a Daisu on social media, and it's like some kind of like Y A M, like Yahoo Messenger chat or yeah, AIM. Yeah. It's like an old school version of that. Remember, this did come out in two thousand three. AOL online. Yeah. So anyway, um, a man has been contacting Mito for a minute. You know, and she's like, "Do you have any favorite movies? Like, what's your favorite music?" Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he just puts "Account of Monte Cristo," yeah, which <laughs> is about a man who's in prison and escapes because he was falsely put there, and he gets revenge. Right. Just right. saying. Anyway, so uh, uh, let's see. Uh, then Odaisu, like, right, all of a sudden is like, "Who is this dick shit?" And he runs <laughs> over, and then it just goes blank, and she goes. I only talked to him. I don't know who he is. Yeah. Right? And then he is looking through all of her shit, and he finds a hammer, and he looks at her, and he goes, I can't trust you. I can't. I don't know who you are. Right, right. And he just, like, bounces. Now, ironically, he goes to the last restaurant on the list, because Mito looks for their list, right, in the phone book, and it's ripped out. Yeah. And you see Daisu finally walks in, and that's where we get that great shot, you know? And then... He takes a bite, and then all of a sudden you see a delivery boy, and he goes, the magic blue dragon. And you see a delivery boy, like, driving uphill on, like, a Vespa. Right. And you see Daisu, like, booking it, like, huh, huh, you know, like, running after <laughs> this guy, right? And uh, he finally catches up to him at this building in, like, a warehouse, and he's throwing up, and he goes, my 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 lungs are pumping acid, you know? And, he, and, and the guy, the delivery boy, has got, like, headphones on, and he's just kind of looking at him, and he lifts up his headphone, and he goes... Tell your chef you use too many scallions. <laughs> so that's how he found him. Now, here's the thing I was wondering. Yeah. Do you think the person that entrapped him told them to put in extra scallions as kind of like a come get me? Uh, I don't know about that. I think it was more that they went to different restaurants and found, found one that was super unique right. tasting. Okay. That makes sense. like something overpowering, so it's it's gonna trigger the memory, but also it's yeah. not gonna be enjoyable Plus, for fifteen years. Scallions, there's certain things that are 
that will throw you, like in cooking, that yeah. I always use. Scallions are one of them. White pepper is another. Ginger, okay. garlic. Yeah. There's certain flavors that are not necessarily spicy, but they are a spice that is spicy, like right. clove. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. will trigger a memory. You know, um, for instance, a lot of people like KFC. Their secret ingredient is white pepper. That's the reason why. Yeah, okay. So people go, oh man, it's good, but it's not KFC. Well, if you put white pepper on that bitch, you wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, for real though, because KFC's garbage, to be honest. Yeah. It's all about Popeyes, dude. <laughs> or, I mean, if you know somebody who knows how Get to- That sweet heat sauce. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah. You know what I really miss? Arby's. I, I don't know. I was never huge on Arby's. It's all right. It was like- the perfect hangover food, though, <laughs> dude. They're 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 roast beef cheddars, and then you get like a French dip, and you get the ajou, and just like make sure everything was just soggy beef oh, sauce. Oh god, it's so good. I I guess that's the Jew trash in me. Oh. Jew Billy. <laughs> hey, I'm eleven percent. I'm allowed to say it. All right. I may be Irish and Scottish and Swedish, but eh, there's a little Jew in there. I'm just mad I don't have any black in me yet. Oh. oh! All right. I already got canceled once this week. <laughs> so, Odaisu goes in, and um, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, the delivery boy hits six and four on yeah. the elevator. That's going to come in later. No, I thought he said he hit eight seven. Did he? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was eight seven. Let's just go with that. Yeah. I thought it was six. That's later on, though. The right, six and four right. thing comes in. Um, and then, so, uh, let's see. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Odaisu gets medieval. Uh, so, one of the guard guys is like, just drop the food on the ground over there, right? And then mm -hmm. he doesn't realize Odaisu's there. And then we get one of the funniest scenes in the whole movie. But at the same time, it's brutal. The guard, when he puts it down doesn't realize but then turns around Odysseus behind him and he's got the claw hammer yeah and and you see that you see a dotted line yeah. going from the hammer right to the guy's face and like you see it drawn in it goes D -d 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 -d. it's so funny <laughs> and and they're both standing still for like this is a good like 15 seconds but mm -hmm. it feels like a minute and a half and you see the guard like trying to reach for his boot knife and he's like shaking and you can hear the chair shaking well i thought he was like purposely trying to like tap his foot so he wouldn't hear oh. the knife come out. Oh, I thought he was just so scared he was like twitching. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it's either way, it's good. It's a fucking good scene. We don't even see what happens to the guy. We assume he he didn't he's make fucked. it. Yeah. yeah. He's, <laughs> well, I don't think Odaisu kills anybody. He just fucks people up. Like I don't think he kills anybody. That's, I mean, he could. I mean, he could. Yeah, I don't think he does actually. Yeah, I don't think. I think the only person that dies is at the very end. Okay. I, yeah, yeah. No, two people die in the movie, and that's it. I think. Um, no way. At the end, a few people. Okay. Anyway, regardless, <laughs> uh, Odai Sue doesn't kill anybody yet. But so after he beats up this guard, he realizes this was you know the prison that he was in. Right. And he walks into the warden's office. You know. And the warden's like, what can I do for you, dude? And uh, Odaisu just like gets some duct tape and, and ties him up. Mm -hmm. And he ties his knot like this. And he's got his teeth showing. <laughs> and he goes, uh, and uh, he goes, 15 years, you know? 
and he makes him play back the tapes of di- like he sees all the monitors for all the rooms right, right. that the current prisoners are in and he's just touching him like all these people are going through the same shit I went through and then uh, he goes um, Daisu pulls out the hammer and he goes I'm going to age you 15 years yeah and then you see the hammer just go to the teeth the claw hammer right Oh, this scene Super is brutal. brutal hold dude. on, hold yeah. on. Let's let's make it less brutal. So you locked me up here in 15 years. I'm going to make you age one year. And it plays this Vivaldi, dude. Why yeah. he just... Uh, and you, you don't see it, but it's in your mind. But you see, like, on this laptop, these teeth just fly and hit the laptop. And they're all bloody and have saliva all over them. Dude, and he's like, yeah, like, for every tooth... I take, you're going to age one year. Yeah. Ugh. And then you just hear him scream and like, <laughs> and he puts a white rag in his mouth to gag him. And by the end, it just caked, caked black red. It's soaked. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, now you're going to talk. And he goes, <laughs> and this leads Daisu to this like cookie box. Mm-hmm. And it's got all these like tapes in it, like right. cassette tapes, you know, so we got, he gets what he wants, kind of. But then, Odaisu has to take the elevator down. And then we get the coolest, and I, I will not take no for an answer. We get the coolest fight scene in all of history. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want it, if you haven't seen this movie, or if you haven't seen it in a while, or say you're interested in this movie, and you're like, Zach, this is a lot of drama. Like, where does the cool shit come in? Uh, first off, the whole fucking movie is cool shit. It is. But this music plays and we get one versus many. Daisu has one hammer and we see all the goons. There's at least what, 15, 20? I would say at least 15. At yeah. least 15. And it's a one-take fight scene. Like, remember back in the day when you go to the arcades and they had, like, Final Fight where you just kind of side-scroll, beat them up, or, like... Yeah. That's what it is. This is a side scroll beat em up. One take. One take. There's no it's cuts. Amazing. Yeah. There's no cuts. There is no um we're gonna film from this angle so this looks more brutal. No. It is one camera rolling slowly as Odaisu makes his way from the left side of the elevator to the right side where there's another elevator waiting for him. And it is brutal. Okay, let's talk about the injuries. There was at least three broken ribs. Okay. Um, uh, one guy um, had severe trauma to his toe when Daisu oh, hits it with a hammer. hammer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's one scene where the guy like doesn't want to get hit, so he kind of moves back and kind of fakes it. Yeah. But, but he hits his head, back of his head anyway. <laughs> right. Uh, Daisu broke two noses. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, there was multiple concussions. Um, now they tried to do it as safe as possible, but they're like, "Yo." We got one chance to do this. Here's why. We want to do the one take, and if we do it four or five times, you might get concussions and not realize it if we go half speed. yeah, yeah. So go full speed. Make it look like a real fight, and, you know, that's all you need to do. You're going to get paid for, like, instead of, you know, three, four days of filming, let's just really kick ass. and, And, you know, try not to hurt each other, but... If it looks fake, we have to start all over again, and you're going to have to go through it. If it looks fake, we're going to start all over again. So just make it look good one time. And that was a one take. One, just And like you can tell like, there How? were boards being broken off Daisu, and you'd see his face. It's not like acting. Like You could tell 
he was like mid punch and then got hit in the back of the board and you see him the knife is like, the only fake thing right because he does get stabbed in the back yeah you see him getting like they're like oh sh what because i mean there's a certain point where they're just like so tired they're just throwing objects at each right, other right yeah <laughs> i mean dude I cannot sing its praise. Do you have anything else I missed out in this scene? Because this scene is so good. It's the best fight scene of all time. <laughs> like, fuck every Marvel movie you've ever seen with, like, She-Ra or he or right, with, Yeah, uh, wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, wrong thing. Uh, that's next episode. Uh, with, like, you know, oh, and it's, like, Marvel Universe. Right. Fuck all those fight scenes. This is a fucking fight scene. Because it feels like, like, all the other fight, it's all scripted sort of thing, right? This, it they had an idea... But it, there was definitely a good amount of like improv. It was just yeah, okay. He does. He did this. How do I react? Blah blah blah. Like, it it feels like they were actually fighting at one point. Like now, the, a couple of the guys look like kind of pissed at. at I think the, it was at, like pro wrestling where you hit me for real. I'm gonna hit you back. Yeah, You're gonna get a exactly. receipt. You're gonna yeah. get a receipt. Um, did you ever see the Umbok series, Umbok Warrior? Oh, dude, I've seen the first uh, two or three. Those are great. That is the only thing that comes close to this. Here's why I say this one's better, though. In Umbach, they were all trained. Yeah. And this, it's a fucking street fight. Right. So in Umbach, it's like they do have a fight scene. You know the stairway fight scene? Yep, that yep. I love that fight scene, right? But they're all trained. Yeah. And they had hiding spots. There's no hiding spots in this in this shot. Like, not, not at all. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah. It's a widescreen shot. So love Umbach. Some of the best, if you're really into martial arts movies, go check out Umbach. But this is just a fucking street fight. Right. Now, um, the greatest part about this, though, is at the very end of the fight scene, right? He's like wheezing, you know, and you just see all the, like the 15 or how many, whatever they are behind him, and they're just like on the ground and they could barely move. And Utaisu could barely move, and you see blood dripping like from his neck, from like a head wound and the stab wound. And right. then the elevator door opens up with more goons, and they all have like <laughs> weapons. And he just smiles, and then it cuts to the elevator door opening up, and you see them fall out. Yeah, like like he kicked all their ass in the elevator. <laughs> so then he walks outside, right, and uh, he's like, "What do I have become?" I'm more of a monster. What do I do when I actually get my vengeance? Am I even going to be a person anymore? And then he's like getting weak and you see everything kind of moving in slow motion and he's caked in blood. Like he's got a black suit oh, on and covered. covered. Yeah. It's just wet and he collapses. And then this good Samaritan runs out of nowhere and he goes, Mr. Mr. You okay? And he grabs him. And I don't know if you noticed this, He's got a purple handkerchief with that same design. Yeah, yeah. He stops the car and he puts him in the back of the car and he goes, he says an address. He does. Like, yeah, he's like building whatever apartment but, this. Yeah. Like. And then he puts his head in and he lifts up his head like, and he's got this hat on, but now you see his eyes and he goes, good to see you again, Odaisu. Yeah. And then the car drives off and he goes, Odaisu. You know, and then... He's, he's like kind of waving in slow motion, and that is where we meet him. Super creepy. But you're going to have to wait for part two of this podcast in order to know who he is. <laughs> all right, my friend, let's go take a break, and you'll be hearing the rest of this next week. Yeah, all right. Yeah, buddy. All right. Old boy part two coming soon. Love you. Bye.
Hey, don't you need to return some videotapes? I do, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, well, remember to be kind and rewind those bastards. Oh, of course. All right.